Hi, and welcome to At Any Rate, JP Morgan Global Research Podcast, where we take a look at some of the drivers behind the biggest trends and themes across fixed income, currency, and commodity markets. I'm Francis Diamond, UK Rates and Global Inflation Strategist at JP Morgan, and today I'm joined by Fabio Bassi, Head of European Rate Strategy, to discuss the upcoming Fed, BOJ, and BOE meetings and any potential impacts on European rate markets. We're recording this podcast on Friday, the 15th of September. And our comments today are based on our latest Global Fixed Income Markets weekly publication, which is available to institutional clients at JP Morgan on the JP Morgan Markets website. So Fabio, the Fed is widely expected by both the market and forecasters to keep rates unchanged at the September meeting. Maybe we get some change to the dot plot that might be more interesting. The BOJ is also in focus given recent market news. So following the ECB this week, do you think there'll be any read across from either the Fed or the BOJ meetings for euro rates markets? Hi, Francis. Thank you for the question. My first point here is that the ECB this week, uh, by delivering a dovish hike, uh, clearly joined the Fed in the spectrum of the DM Central Bank that believes that most of the tightening is behind us. Time is clearly required for monetary policy to work, uh, and clearly for most of them, it's far too early to declare victory in the battle battle against inflation. So the Fed next week uh, will stay on hold uh, with the dots that are probably still likely to leave one hike before the end of the year, although with uh, less uh, support. One of the challenges for the DM rates market recently has been the strong correlation to dollar rates, where the resilient growth has clearly challenged the end of cycle trade. Having said that, we believe that, especially after the ECB, the euro rate remains the place where we feel stronger about, this, uh, about the end of cycle trade. We believe that the caution of central banking declare victory in inflation is coming from a free set of consideration. Clearly, there is a genuine uncertainty on the evolution of the inflation outlook as a, such a shock as what was uh, um, seen recently was clearly not uh, seen for decades by the various DM central bank. Second, they need to preserve uh, the anchoring of inflation expectation. And third, they need to avoid the excessive easing of financial condition that clearly could become a challenge to the inflation outlook if uh, you know, the easing is, uh, is premature. You ask about uh, the BOJ as well. I think that the BOJ is uh, still far behind in the journey. However, we believe that a less dovish tone is going to take place at the next meeting with no policy change. The call from our economists is that uh, we expect the ICC removal in the first quarter of, of next year, and we have the end to, of negative rates by the middle of next year. So some investor have raised questions on the application for the euro, uh, uh, euro area market, and especially for uh, OAT. So uh, basically, we don't see the BOJ decision as a clear threat to our outlook of uh, overweight uh, uh, intra-EMU spread, and specifically France versus Germany, as we believe that the proximity for the end of the ECB uh, in terms of finishing being done with the hiking cycle is actually going to support intra-EMU and spread product with probably France uh, outperforming. So the domestic macro forces in Europe uh, from the ECB are actually going to, to prevail in, uh, in our view. Now, um, let's turn to the Bank of England, Francis. Clearly, the market and the consensus are probably going for a 25 basis point hike. Uh, we've seen some members that have suggested that a post could be on the horizon. And the labor market is actually more mixed. So do you see any risk that the BOE could uh, surprise and pause uh, at the upcoming meeting? Uh, I think, to be honest, the risk is pretty limited. 
unless we get a very large downside surprise in the inflation data that comes today before the meeting, particularly service CPI, which is one of the metrics the BOE has been flagging that it's monitoring in terms of keeping its tightening bias. I mean, definitely there's been a shift in rhetoric, as you say. Uh, definitely we've seen a couple of members suggest the Bank of England may be getting closer to the peak. But let's not forget they're still data dependent. The MPC is still focused, in our view, on measures of domestic inflation pressures, not necessarily the output side or the PMIs. And although the labor market report uh, was a bit mixed with the unemployment rate rising, vacancies falling, pay growth still remains very elevated. And I think in our view, that's enough for the BOE to deliver uh, 25 pretty clearly next week. Market's not quite pricing that. It's pricing just above 20 basis points. Some people may say, well, the Bank of England surprised in June when they hiked 50, when the market was clean, not expecting it, and uh, forecasters weren't uh, forecasting that either. But I think that was clearly on the back of some very strong uh, data across both wages and inflation. And I don't think the data mix this time around is clearly pointing towards a Bank of England that can ignore still sticky pay pressures and elevated wage growth. So the, the market is pricing now uh, a peak uh, to around 5.7%. Uh, so clearly we have moved down from the uh, number that we saw uh, a few weeks ago. Do you see any opportunity at the front end of the UK curve at the moment? Yes, we do. Um, I mean, we've been tactically trading sterling rates. I think in our view, it's better to trade around the data flow and the commentary rather than trade strategic position. So actually, we are a little bit short, very front-end rates, so targeting the next couple of MPC meetings, um, mainly on the idea that the Bank of England will hike, and I don't think they're going to give us quite the same uh, dovish hike as the ECB did. So we don't expect the tone of the minutes, the votes, or any of the forward guidance to give an explicit message of a pause, similar to what we saw from the ECB. And our forecast still calls for another 25 base point hike in November. Um, even though that may not be particularly clear or visible at the moment, I think the market possibly has just got a bit carried away in the aftermath of the ECB with the Bank of England that could be giving us a, a hike and then straight to a pause. However, in saying that, I do think the, the possibility if the Bank of England sounds a bit more hawkish for a big sell-off in front-end rates is, is relatively limited, particularly as the messaging is now shifting towards the Bank of England uh, where the MPC does believe it's getting close to the end point in the rate cycle. So we do a bit further out the curve, see valuations being more attractive to be long. Uh, we sort of target the two to three year sector or in forward space uh, greens. But we're still a little bit cautious. Uh, we probably want to see the inflation data first before we really start to uh, aggressively target long duration positions there. And I also think the front end of the money market curve is anchored in a world in which if the Bank of England does eventually pause in the next couple of months, they're probably on an extended period of hold. Do see potential for some flattening but we recently closed out our, our flattener at the front end on March 24, March 25, Sonia's and, as I said, trading tactically. You have also been quite cautious in entering uh, the typical end of cycle trading in UK. Do you think that uh, after the BOE is the right time to shift to maybe long duration and curve steepener or is it still too early? I think it's getting closer, but we're probably still not quite prepared to shift long duration strategically and favor a more tactical trading approach, not quite yet. We still need to see clarity around the end of the cycle and probably still need to see some moderation in domestic inflation pressures to feel completely comfortable the cycle has ended. And as you mentioned earlier in our discussion, there is still a reasonable correlation of intermediate rates in the UK with, with dollar rates. So I think we probably see a bit more range trading over the rest of this year, 
that's encompassed in our 10-year yield forecast, which probably hover around current levels by the time we get to the end of this year. And then we do project a sort of 40 to 50 basis point rally over the first half of next year. So we're getting closer, but I think we're still a little bit cautious. And it's probably a similar story with your typical end of cycle steepness. Um, so even if the Bank of England does pause in the coming months, probably two-year rates are still relatively anchored under an extended on-hold policy and then core inflation remains elevated. Well, I would say at the very long end, we do see some value in, in trading the long end, so 10s, 30s, uh, with a bit of a tactical steepening bias. But that's less end of cycle positioning. That's more the technicals, heavy supply of the next couple of months, and some very modest relative value. Thank you, Francis. So to summarize, you expect a 25 basis point hike from the Bank of England next week. Uh, you see some value in the two freer sector. But at the same time, you are cautious on turning structurally bullish on, uh, on duration. To all our listeners, stay tuned for more updates on fixed income space here on, at any rate, the JP Morgan Global Research Podcast Series. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please read the JP Morgan Research Report related to its content for more information, including the important disclosure. Copyright 2023, JP Morgan Chase & Co., all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on September the 15th, 2023.